Hello, it's your boy, Mike Orvis here. Uh, I'm not in this episode. Well, I mean, I am now because I've sort of self-inserted it for now, for now. Um, I have and had and continue to have really bad toothache. Uh, I was supposed to have an emergency dentist appointment and that didn't happen because there are others apparently more needy than I am. Um, so you've just got the three guys, but I didn't want to miss an episode because I haven't missed an episode yet. So you're getting this little lovely intro from me. Um, I personally really like today's film. Um, I'm not sure why they go on about um, M. Night Shyamalan films for so long. Seems a bit a bit odd. And then everyone's really agreeable as well. So there's not my, you know, patented snark. So I'm sorry about that. Um, everyone's just really nice. No one yells, so, you know, this is probably the podcast episode that you want to have, like, a, a nice bath, you know, light some candles. I'd say put on some R. Kelly, but obviously not anymore. Um, and just, uh, yeah, just chill out and, and listen to three lovely lads, uh, minus the shouty loudmouth who ruins everything. If any of you chocolate hands say this was the best episode yet, I will take it as a personal affront and um call you cunts like directly to to your to your faces or rather indirectly over the podcast in the next episode so uh yeah don't don't do that but rate and review five stars they forgot to say that or talk about how you get in touch with us at all or any of the things that i do when we wrap up but never mind um sort of belies the fact that we're really nice to be at the end of this one now uh (laughs) love you guys bye Welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Chris. And me, Dan. And no Mike this week. No. A moment silent for a fallen, fallen comrade. A moment of silence which we never get. <laughs> no, <Mike>. exactly. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How are you? How's your tooth? Yeah, he's got a toothache. That's why he's not here. Um, he's here in spirit and we have a poster with him on it. So... <laughs> it's around the corner. It's not actually here. Oh, <laughs> I should. We all turned around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should have had it on the table so he could be there looking with his magnificent hair. He's <laughs> be looking at Neo like, has he just become the one? <laughs> <laughs> I think his dentist has become the one. Yes. Yeah. Nasty, we, nasty. We all know what it's like to have two fakes. So. True enough. Yeah. What have we been up to? Anything interesting? Um, obviously working between that. Um, catching up on the IT crowd on Netflix. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that in ages. Um, did I think Bird Box? I don't know if I did that last podcast or in between. Uh, I can't remember. Did you like it? Yeah, it was it was all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know why everyone's going absolutely apeshit. Yeah, it's crazy um, for it. I'm going to be controversial. I liked it more than A Quiet Place. Um, I thought A Quiet Place was more suspense. Like I, I felt more. Sus- like suspenseful is that word yeah yeah um, it had me on my edge more than uh, Bird Box <laughs> you had you on your edge <laughs> on my edge were you edging, <laughs> yeah. were you edging Dan yeah absolutely are you into that <laughs> yeah you know I am <laughs> yeah it's, uh, I, thought, I thought it was better but personally I like zombies quite a lot and it definitely had a heavy zombie vibe I thought what Bird Box yeah Obviously, they weren't zombies, but it had that feel to it, you know, like where they're trapped in the house, can't go out in the street because there's an unknown quant- quantity. But 
Uh, I like the fact that they felt, couldn't look out the window or like it literally blinded yeah. you from being able to see. Yeah, like it's it's a full on mystery, isn't it? As well, and we still don't know like. what because it was kind of like a cross between um, a quiet place and um, uh, the happening, but like not not terribly shit. <laughs> which which the happening is? I've not seen it. <laughs> let, me, let me clear that up because I don't want people to think I think that. Uh, a Quiet Place is shit. But I will admit to liking it less the further away from it I get. Does that make sense? How, how far away from the TV were you? <laughs> Pretty far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know, what's that, seven feet, six feet? <laughs> yeah, I'm so about that. Yeah. Now, the, the Quiet Place, like, the further away from it I get, the less I like it. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? The more you think back on it. Yeah. yeah. Like if you if you give it more than like five minutes thought, the whole film completely falls to pieces. I haven't given it more than five minutes thought. <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's great. It is a good film. It's a brilliant film. Uh, yeah, it's a good concept. Um, it's nice to see people coming up with something a little yeah. bit different than just remaking stuff that's already been done and was already good anyway before like what oh, now I knew you was going to put me on the spot <laughs> so not saying that. don't make accusations if you can't back them up <laughs> um, uh, what's that pile of shit film with a shark in it um, careful George don't make me come over there <laughs> no Meg so, I know, love the Meg it, what it's, the fuck it's good <laughs> but it's not like it's done oh, like, it's, the, it's be, stupid as hell but it's, it's so entertaining it's so, such a fist pumping movie it's good don't get me wrong but, <laughs> fuck yeah giant fucking shark and Jason Statham <laughs> but the big yes. shark thing's been done that's what I'm saying it's nice to yeah, see should be done more, like a lot more, again and again and again. What, Name... Deep Blue Sea then? Yeah, what's wrong with Deep Blue Sea? Really? Yes, what's wrong with it? <laughs> Apart from the awful CGI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, the and, the fa- and the fact that, you know, they're smart sharks, <laughs> which is quite bad. Uh, at least it's a twist, I'll give them that, whereas the Megalodon is... Uh, Ah, oh, let me just say though, with uh, Deep Blue Sea, the bit where it fucking comes out the spoilers, where it comes out the water and eats Samuel <laughs> Jackson, dude, that bit is so fucking good. That still gets me now, even though you know it's coming. Like, yeah, I might have to re- revisit that. Don't bother with the second one. Is there a second? Oh, one? oh there's, a second, there's one. a second one, and it is diabolical. No, I won't be watching that. So bad. Um, watched Unbreakable again because obviously I want to get ready for I Glass. I also rewatched it. I saw Glass. Is it any good? It's fucking brilliant. Is it? I loved it. I don't know what the critics are panning it for. Good, because I we like I love um, Split. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's a great film. Um, Unbreakable. Ironically, the first time I was a bit like, nah, it's okay. The second time I was like, I get it now. This it's a much better film for me. So I agree. Actually, yeah, I remember seeing it. I hadn't seen it for a long time. The first time I've seen, I saw it since probably near it came out. Um, and I remember watching it before. And all these years, people be going, "Oh, Unbreakable is a great film. It's fucking brilliant." And I've been thinking, "Is it? I mean, what, it's all right. Yeah, what film like, are you watching? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's okay. But then we rewatched it again. I think last week or the week before, and it is a really it good is, film. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Um, Shyamalan, dare I say Shyamalan's best? What? Glass or? No, Unbreakable. The what? film we were just talking about. <laughs> you think it's his best film? Yeah, I think. What, well, no, you, personally, Signs is my favourite. Signs Shyamalan is brilliant. Film, yeah. 
Again, not a popular opinion, but... I really Science is brilliant. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it is. It is. With like, the whole... Mel Gibson doesn't hit no women. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was the bit when um, they were looking out the window and you see him go across yeah, the back in the... Yeah, man, that gets everybody that bit, doesn't it? Chills down your spine. You're like, shit. I love, the, I love that there's the cornfield just outside the spooky fucking house. <laughs> and like you see the shit moving and you're like, oh my God, they're so close. And the light is excellent. Yeah, great film. I love it. <laughs> What other you than, doing, Chris? Sorry. Yeah, uh, no, no, I was going to say, literally, I was just going to segue into that. Other than that, what have you been doing, Chris? I've been watching quite a few films, doing my usual trawl around the charity shops, picking up my movies, uh, and I finally got off my backside and watched Get Out. Uh, and? <laughs> I liked it. It's good. Yeah. It's uh, not what I was expecting. Exactly. It's, good. it's yeah. not what yeah. anyone was yeah. expecting. <laughs> <laughs> but really good and has fueled me to now want to see uh, Us. Us as well now, which looks really bloody good. Yeah, that trailer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so really... It's just the music. I want to get a hold of oh, that song. Oh, that is great. Or that copy of the I song, I can't anyway. for the life of me think what the song it is. Right it's now. five on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah really good. Um Watch the trailer for Possum as well. I really want to see that. Yes. I keep uh, seeing that advertised on the billboards. Oh, I literally gorgeous. just pre-ordered it while we were talking yeah. before you got here. That looks really messed up. Oh, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> we won't talk about how <laughs> I got hold of it. Uh, and other than that, I've been, I've been really trying to watch some sci-fi. Cause, Yay! Uh, yeah. Good for you. Um, obviously not new stuff because I'm dreadfully old. Uh, but... <laughs> But kind of reliving youth stuff. So I bought a couple of box sets from back in the day when I was a kid growing up. So I've got the complete Blake 7 and the complete Space 1999, which I've started watching and is utterly preposterous. <laughs> and I love it. For some you. reason, any, any series involves a moon base alpha having an explosion such that it blows the moon out of the Earth's orbit and through space. And that is the concept of the entire series, is the moon going Sounds through perfect. space. At least it's original. Absolutely. Unlike a big mental. stupid shark. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. actually, <laughs> actually Watch all right. It. It's actually dated okay. Yeah. Because a lot of the explosions, like, they used actual explosions. It's not, you know, they look like, yeah. when things blow up, it looks like stuff blow up. It's quite not Is it like the, the Red Wolf explosion where, you know, it's a model. <laughs> like you can almost see the stick. That, that is half the charm of Red Dwarf. <laughs> God loved Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Like, yeah. like, with the interests of full disclosure, three-thirds of this podcast... No, that's wrong. <laughs> that, that'll be everyone. Three-quarters of this podcast are Trekkies. Yes. Uh, myself, Dan, and Mike. Like, I am a fucking Trekkie. Oh. Like, I am a fucking property. How Trekkie. good was the new episode of Discovery? Mate. I was so literally good. all over the place when I watched yeah. it. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, what can I say? They've done a... Stellar job. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. It was the silence. <laughs> no, ah, oh, it was so good. I was at the end. Of it, I was like, "Come on, Friday!" Yeah, and not just because it's the end of the week. I was sort of tempted to try not to watch any of it and just binge it when it finishes, but because last, oh mate, that first season, watching it one episode at a time was so hard. Yeah, I agree. So hard, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just folded almost immediately. I got the notification from Netflix. New <laughs> episode up. Watch. <laughs> oh shit! I've done it. I've watched it. Now I can't. No, it, it was so good. I. I Fucking loved it. And, um, oh shit, what's the captain's name? Uh, Pike. Pike, yeah. Yeah. 
He's getting to become I was like one of my. Say Lorca for a second there. No, no he's the old. Wrong season. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you not think like is he up to no good? Like when he first always. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with Discovery is I think everyone's up to no good all the time because there's something really shifty about almost every character. Like there's no, it's not got that. In fact, that's probably a downside for me because it's not like uh, the next gen or any of the others where everyone's so clear cut good guys, do you know? Why do you mean it's a downside? Because I like that. I like the idealism of Star Trek. That's part of what attracts me to it. Uh, <laughs> is I love that the everyone's so genuine and straight talking and idealistic. Yeah, I guess so. And this has obviously got the potential because that's what they're all trying to get towards. But there was the whole parallel universe where that got flipped on its head and introduced and things. So, you know, there is that element that has been upset and, uh-oh. <laughs> anyway, we're not a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Why, why was you going to mention all three? Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> you know what happens? We, we just got, we're going to still end up talking. But <laughs> <laughs> just going to end up talking about Star Trek for an hour and then be like, oh, shit, yeah, we watched the film, didn't we? We did watch a film. Yes, we did. Do you want to know what we watched? No, I want to know what you was up, you've been up to. Yeah. Oh, I went to see Glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finally saw um, Hellfest. Thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. So oh, good, isn't it? So good, man. So fucking good. It's got it's got that same kind of feel as um, Happy Death Day. Do you know what I mean? It's got that not as joyful and self aware, but it's got that same kind of. We're just going to make a horror film. I don't care that it's been done before. I'm just going to do this, and you're going to love every fucking second. Of and it. they're right. And they're, and they're right. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no, I, again, spoilers. I like the bit when um, she's on the, the ghost ride and obviously he's in the, the distance. Yeah. And then um, he comes out sitting on the thing. Yeah. She's sitting herself. <laughs> and then they turn around and everybody's dressed up in the same costume. Yeah. Uh, it's so brilliant. good. I, lo- I love the end too. Just like the way it ends is perfect because you know they're going to make a sequel to that yes. film. Well, maybe. They didn't really release it properly, so the ratings are going to be shit. Why the fuck haven't they released it properly? Oh, like- God knows. You can't get it on DVD here at all or Blu-ray. I don't get it. No, no. It's got the potential to be a, a classic. It really has. I think a lot of people a lot of people really dig it, but what are you going to do? Well, download it illegally and send it to all my friends, oh, apparently. Oh, we don't <laughs> condone that shit. We don't condone that. can get it. Release it properly yeah. and I will pay for it. Let's be honest. If, if these film, some, of these, some of these films now, it's getting harder and harder to get certain things. Like, you still can't get um, Stranger Things in this country on Blu-ray. Really? You can import it, but you can't buy it here. Why? I don't know. Netflix are assholes? Maybe. Well, they're not. I love Netflix. <laughs> yeah, don't don't cancel his account. <laughs> yeah, please. please. <laughs> Me and loads of other people will be really disappointed. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, we watched a film. We did watch we a film. Did. Um, Chris, it was your choice. So would you like to? Yeah, we watched the Changeling from 1980, directed by Peter Medak. So obviously, I'm biased. I chose it. I love it. It's a supernatural film done properly, which is so rare. There's, there's, there's so often they they miss the point. So often, it's just subtle. You know, it, it makes use of sound that, in its own right, shouldn't be a frightening sound yeah it will you know it, it, on its own a dripping tap 
is nothing sinister. In that Unless scenario... you really need to wee. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's next to your head. Yeah. Or, 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 or you're a Japanese prisoner of war. It, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but in that, in that situation, it was entirely sinister. Yeah. Um, and loads of that sort of stuff. You know, obviously the music boxes and things like that, but even like banging pipes and things like that. They use silence and sound really well in this film. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It didn't blow me away, I'll be honest. Um, I expected more from it. Because it's so beloved in the horror community, yeah. like it yeah. is beloved, everyone seems to adore it. I was expecting like to just be sat there open-mouthed and just be completely blown away by it. <laughs> but I don't know, it just left me... It just cold? left me a little bit cold, yeah. I mean, it's good. I enjoyed watching it, but I expected more from it. It felt really dated for a 1980 film. Well, I'm gonna com- like complete the scale. It was a bore fest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I struggled so much with it. Like, okay, let's start picking it apart. Did his family really need to die at the beginning? What, yeah, what uh, does that? What value did that bring to the story? You know as a something. Whole? How long were they stood there watching that fucking <laughs> yeah, truck? <laughs> Push him out of the way, man! For fuck's sake, do something! Uh, the suddenly malfunctioning door yeah. on the phone box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just stood there like, oh my god, there's a lorry. It's coming towards us like a thousand miles an hour. Oh. A thousand miles an hour. It, it seems to be going like two miles an hour, but yeah. then at the very last second, speed up to begin. Yeah. Like, did they really need to die at the beginning? I, I, I can't see what value that added. Also, to it. I think they, it was it was put in there to deal with loss. So a lot of a lot of the whole thing around the ball was around dealing with his grief but and they, loss, isn't it? Didn't though, because <laughs> it flashed to a mere four months later, and he was completely over it. He was just like, "Hey, let's get on with our careers. I'm gonna start composing, and I'm gonna live in this giant mansion all by myself for some reason." Rent well, it. Yeah, yeah rent it was rented, didn't wasn't it? So he went. Why to- a mansion? It's one guy. Because well, nobody else wanted it. That was the whole premise. Because it was haunted, I suppose. Well, did they... They didn't say it. The premise was that he wanted it because he was a composer and he wanted to have half the orchestra there to do it. But it's still, yeah, it's still a massive house. I suppose the sound Um, would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like the film. I don't want to start off just kicking (laughs) it around. I did like it. Yeah, I think the the, the ball thing is, yeah, I I, I took that as kind of a symbolism. I found that... Because there's a point with it, because obviously the, the idea that this supernatural entity... To some degree, although they're saying it's reaching out to him through his loss, yeah. it's actually helping him to deal with loss because at one point in the film he goes and releases his loss. He throws it over a bridge. It's is like, that is that a euphemism? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I missed he him. Re- I, I missed him bridge. releasing his loss. <laughs> yeah, there's a point in the film where the ball bounces down and he picks it up. He drives that into the middle of nowhere and he throws it off a bridge. I actually found that ball the probably the creepiest part of the whole yeah. film. Uh, where that comes I, bouncing I kind of took that as him. Saying goodbye to his past, saying, "Okay, I'm now, I'm letting go." Of that didn't work, now. did it? And then came he back, came back, came back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the bit all, people always quote about that film. Every every review you ever read of it, that ball fucked me up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I really liked that bit because um, I didn't really like the pipes banging that much because it was too loud. It was just, yeah. I don't think it was subtle enough. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, right? I agree. If it was, yeah, it should have been more subtle. Yeah. Um, um, it didn't have really much of a build-up as far as that goes for me. It was just like suddenly bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. It didn't even sound like pipes banging. Like I didn't even know what it was at first. I was like, what the fuck? Just, uh, yeah, I thought it was part of the soundtrack. Yeah, I just or- thought there was banging going <laughs> yeah. on. He didn't even seem to notice it at first either. That's the weird thing. It's like this really <laughs> loud banging and he's just 
milling about. You haven't got my neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> also, how laid back is he? Yeah. I mean, there's a point, doesn't he? Uh, fairly early on after moving in, he follows the uh, the sound of the running tap and sees the boy in the bath. Yeah. And, and walks slowly backwards Wait, out. Is that, and sort of backs up. Would that be the baby that's played by Joshua Jackson? That would be the Carmichael oh, right. boy. Yeah. Because um, Joshua Jackson's in this film, we just found out, as a baby. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> I'm now trying to think when there was a baby. Yeah, dude, so am I. I can't think at all. But apparently he was. Yeah, I don't know. You know uh, the estate agents? Um, uh, what's his name? Wait, bear with me. George C. Scott's real wife. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I, I did, uh, apparently, I mean... As with all these films, you always half expect to find something like this. But uh, on having a little look around, it was allegedly uh, based on actual <laughs> yeah. events by the, that were witnessed by the writer himself. So uh, written by Russell Hunter, uh, and he himself uh, allegedly uh, experienced these. Hence, John Russell. Yeah, I read Russell that. Hunter. And um, that the the house the the alleged house that this all occurred in was called Cheeseman Park, and in the film they called it Chessman Park and stuff like that. So there's definitely little references yeah. to it. Yeah. This always happens. There's the little extras film. on the Blu-ray, actually, I meant to watch, it? but I didn't get around to it. If anyone can hear the creaking. And the bouncing plays right into the film. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it was set in Seattle, uh, but almost entirely filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, apparently they actually accidentally burnt the house down. Yeah, I saw that during, as well. During the film, they didn't mean to, but they burnt it down. That so. seems to happen a lot in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. They're always burning shit down. What was that? Was it last week, last episode? What was the last one? Was, um, uh, the film no, it was the one before. Recently, yeah. Because we did um, Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, bye we bye did. Man, didn't we? But it's awful fire. Oh, oh that's Bye Bye Man. Yeah, 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 it was Bye Bye Man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Terrible film. <laughs> That's just popped up onto Netflix as well. I'm like, oh god, they, were they listening to the podcast and mm. trying to torture us? <laughs> I will say that about this. At least the fire in this looked real. That's true. Unlike the bye one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it turns out, it's because it was. <laughs> um, I, I liked the, the the sort of the political thriller aspect of it. Yeah, it's kind of a almost a political thriller. But the, like the bit with that weird politician at the end really <laughs> fucking threw me. I like the premise. Like, yeah, I like the premise of the fact that um, it, it wasn't actually his son, and yeah. you know he's milking off a, a wealth that he didn't deserve. Yeah, but but he wouldn't have been responsible for that. So I don't know why yeah. he was trying to buy that guy off. He would have been a kid. Yeah, and I don't understand why did he kill his uh, filming? Why did he kill his son and to then replace make him with another? Yeah, one? yeah, because yeah, he would have. Uh, he was due uh, the, the inheritance he would have got when he would only be received if the child reached the age of eighteen. All right. So apparently, this child would have was so crippled there was a doubt as to. Oh, okay. Long. Ah, so the idea was okay, that because okay. it was set during the war as well. He could kill the boy. Um, and bring in an orphan and uh, supposedly disappear right. into Europe or something. That makes miraculously sense. cured and come back. That's the idea. That was the that premise. That makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, there are there are a few holes in it. Mm. What it does, it's it's the, it's a more realistic uh, way uh, of inter of uh, displaying how you would actually look up things in the library, given what we had uh, a, few, <laughs> a couple of casts ago That's with Bye Bye Man and what how, I say how that library is, went on. <laughs> her eyesight is remarkable yeah, because there's a tiny little box in the, the, the bottom right-hand side, but you managed to spot it when he was flicking all the way through. Oh, there's lots of those little bits. I, I, I made a lot of little notes. See, this cast is making we, me look at films I've watched hundreds of times yeah. in a different way. 
How quick did he clear out a cupboard full of shit in that film? When he finds the door oh, yeah. behind... Oh, yeah. 30 seconds, it was fucking empty. Yeah. Was also, I like go? that he was just tearing that room apart, tearing the shelves all off the wall in a rented house. He's yeah. just like, I'm going to fuck this fucking shit up just to get to this door. If well, my like, landlord like, ever happens to listen to this, I've never done that. And <laughs> <laughs> well, on the same thing, later in the film, he puts a window through yeah, in somebody does, else's yeah. house so he can go and climb back down a well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he tears up, like, he lifts up all the floorboards and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Literally digs a, a fifty foot hole. Oh, so front. Would it, right, I may be wrong here. I don't know much about wells, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I thought you was the expert. Just play it. Would it make sense to dig a well that close to the ocean? Uh, Wouldn't that just be point. salt water? Uh, well, no, because no, the the ground could filter out the salt. Oh, okay. And things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I can't imagine it would be completely fresh water though. By the no, time it, it, it wouldn't be there. drinkable, would it? No. Although I always find I'd find boil water like <laughs> I won't want to drink that anyway. Yeah, you're lucky. You're well. Um, you first know, world, far. first world problems. <laughs> first with, world with problems. my running tabs. <laughs> I always thought it's ultimately he's renting this place. He can leave any time he likes. What does it take for this guy to think? Do you know what? <laughs> I'm 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 gonna up sticks here and just yeah. It's, it's not like he had a family sticking. there. They died. Um, who settled down? Who was at school and things. Like that. It's like yeah, he really could have just gone back and said like, I'm not feeling this house. Yeah, you know, knocks, bangs, he... clicks, whatever. Running water is one thing. Being chased around your house by a fucking wheelchair. That yeah, is what? my signal to leave. <laughs> I think he just got like he just got like hooked into the mystery though, didn't he? And he just wanted to solve it. I think because I, if I found a creepy fucking room with like an old school wheel stool, old school wheelchair, and like all that weird shit in there, I'd want to I'd want to find out what that was all about. I think no, not me. Would you not? No. Debs would probably like, but I'm like, Meh, it's just taking up valuable space. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in, clear it out. Yeah, exactly. Paper and that shit. <laughs> yeah, stick in a couple of computers or whatever. You know, modern technology. <laughs> no, that would that would pique my interest. Bad. No, I, I have no doubt. Uh, how would it not you? Like, if you found out there was this <laughs> weird room and you opened up this room that. I've like been shut for a hundred years. I just think bonus, but like like Chris said, I'll just clear it out. <laughs> I don't really care. We'll just shut the door back up, <laughs> yeah. put the shelves back up, and leave it. I just turn it into a cinema room or something. I like compose some music. <laughs> uh, I read that Steven Spielberg played the movie on loop uh, to the entire crew during the production of Poltergeist. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm not a fan of Poltergeist either. <laughs> I think that's terribly overrated, that film. <laughs> it's not the worst film out there. Oh, it's definitely not the worst film out there. No, <laughs> Bye Bye Man exists. I would say I prefer Poltergeist to The Changeling, to be honest. Uh, yeah, but only because it's Spielberg. No. I know I know that there's going to be some tragically uninformed people listening to this <laughs> thinking, but that was Toby Hooper. Come on. Do you really think that was Toby <laughs> Hooper? <laughs> Yeah, there was a few. Um, there were a couple of scenes that, when you look back on the thing, that doesn't look right. When uh, John Russell walks out of the house uh, the morning after seeing the boy in the bath, he walks out of the house and the window blows out. Yeah. He's at the bottom of his steps yeah. and the window blows out. And the camera pans up from his viewpoint to look up to the window where it's comfortable and he can't see the window. Yeah. 
Yet when it's viewed from the child's point of view, he's halfway up the freaking drive. <laughs> he's miles away from where it's not. It's not even close. It's like a couple of hundred yards out. It's nowhere near. There's a yeah, massive oversight. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, it was a bit of a snooze fest for me. So um, did you actually fall asleep? Is that what you're no. trying to say? <laughs> no, but I found myself heavily distracted. And on oh, your phone, yeah, yeah, I did too. Yeah, it's disappointing for me, really, because I was really hoping to like it a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I found myself picking up my phone a little bit. Um, line hype thing again. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like seven point one on IMDb. Yeah. I was like, this this should be this it, should be good. Too. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Like, it's really highly rated in the horror community. Everybody loves it. Yeah, I especially because I think Arrow released it, rating it as one of his major influences. Yeah, Arrow released it a little mm. while ago, and everyone went batshit crazy about it. And my Instagram timeline was just full of people posting their Arrow copy of it. But. <laughs> What do you know? I didn't get the Arrow copy. I just got a normal Blu-ray copy. Oh, well, then that's where you went wrong. Maybe it is, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cleaned up enough. <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't six hours of extras on it. Well, there was someone who didn't watch those either, so... Maybe that's what you're missing. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll say some positives, though. Uh, the, the flashback where, the, where he kills the kid... That that was really disturbing. When he's drowned, like, yeah. he grabs the kid's feet. That was really effective. Yeah, like I've never seen anyone drowned like that before. But yeah. I was trying to think about it, and that would totally work if, like, yeah. you was a kid and you weren't very mobile when someone yeah. was holding your feet, because you can really, like, yeah. control people with their feet. Yeah. Well, you should know. You do. I know. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what made me think about it. Because without getting into too much detail, guard passing <laughs> involves a lot of that. So. <laughs> Yeah, you can easily control people with their feet. Yeah, just for the podcast listeners, he doesn't kill people for a living. He's he's into BJ and blokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to correct it. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I liked. Uh, there were quite. There was quite a lot of the uh, sort of photography and the angles and things I quite liked on that. Uh, yeah, it was a nasty shot. Yeah, but again, I just felt it felt really dated to me. Yeah, I agree. Like but the film that was released in 1980. Then you think about it, though. Yeah, it was released in 1980. Yeah, it would have been filmed in, like, I don't know, 78, 79. Yeah, but so... But still... It, it felt earlier to me. Like, the, the whole feel of the film, like, the, the sensibilities of the film, what they showed, it felt almost 60s. But then, if you look at... I, I can't think off the top of my head, but the, it was only the late 70s and then the 80s when things really started kicking off in the, the film world. Before then, it, it wasn't... I, I would say for its time, actually, it probably was pretty. You're fucking wrong. Have you never seen a Carry On film? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just watched Barbara Windsor now. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's fucking rank. <laughs> so you disagreeing then, or you just? Well, no, she was alright. <laughs> yeah. Back in the the Carry On days, she was alright, I suppose. Well, they, they they had comedy down, but they hadn't really... It, Didn't really. Well, I, I really hate that kind of comedy. <laughs> There's nothing worse than constant innuendo. <laughs> Your endo. You know, like this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like every bit of humour on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. We are the carry-on film <laughs> podcast, aren't we? That Speak like yourself. Be a Sid James laugh coming yeah, in. Oh, well, yeah, I was going to do an impression <laughs> then, but I can't remember where he does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit of um, Ty West's House of the Devil. You seen that? No. Yeah. Uh, is that? Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, it really speeds really up in the last good. half an hour. Or yeah, so, yeah, it's it? a really yeah. good film. Yeah. Um, this Re- had a kind of similar feel to it to me. 
See, I'm I'm taking now everything with a pinch of salt when someone says it's a really good film. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's no explosions in it, Dan. (laughs) No, I know the whole subtext thing. I I do get it, and uh, but I quite enjoyed the whole subtext of this one. To a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually, I probably enjoyed that more than what they were showing me. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree that the subtext spoke more than the, the yeah. film itself, which is kind of ironic for me. <laughs> kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> Bring on Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Michael Bay could have done a much better yeah, job. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Bay would have had the fucking yeah. bath explode that as well. That staircase could have blown up right in his face when it was on fire. <laughs> yeah. He would have attached rockets to that fucking wheelchair and have flown off the stairs. <laughs> You'd have chucked some napalm in there. It would have been a much better fire. <laughs> there we go. That's what is missing. Yeah. <laughs> napalm wheelchair. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the future. You heard it here first. <laughs> Yeah, patented by After Horror Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of influences. You know, look, look, there's all these people know. Uh, Alejandro Amenabar. I actually don't know. Alejandro. Who <laughs> <laughs> did the others and stuff like that as well, yeah. citing it as an influence. But I was trying to think about other films. Aside from The Ring, I couldn't really think of anything. The Ring or Ringu? Uh, well, because it didn't influence Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Ringu is the original. Yeah, it's the Japanese, yeah. But yeah, the whole well thing. Um, but yeah, I can't really yeah. think of uh, many yeah, others, but really. Ringu is infinitely better than yeah. this, <laughs> in my opinion. No, and my opinion, and yeah, probably yeah. everybody's. Well, no, apparently not everybody's. <laughs> Everyone loves this film, man. <laughs> I don't get it. No, I don't either. I mean, I do like it. I know I keep saying that, but it's it's not a bad film. It's just less than I was expecting it to be. Uh, the the thing is, like, we haven't got Mike here. Rest, so we're rest not, in peace, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm sure he's going to go on. He would have gone on. Because in his message, he said, oh, it was cool as fuck. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. really liked so, it. So obviously there's something in it that he found. Well, um, he's much smarter than we are. So he probably <laughs> he probably saw, like, masses of subtext. Massive yeah. subtext he would have gone on for, like, the next 45 minutes about how it, you know, compares to... Uh, with the moon landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's the same bit in The Watchman, if you know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it felt like The Watchman. It's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> With the ball bouncing down the stairs. And yeah. That blue guy's balls. <laughs> or the badge with the smiley face and the blood on it. Yeah, yeah. the comedian. I, I just thought I'd get that in there for Mike. Yeah. You, you, you like that, Mike? That's for you, baby. <laughs> wow. Wow. I hope the mic picked that up. That was, really, <laughs> that was really fortuitous time. I think he might have done looking at the... <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, have to leave that in. Yeah. Mike, leave that in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Mike editing then. Uh, yeah, he said he was. <laughs> cut, cut this all out. <laughs> <laughs> leave the creek. Yeah, yeah, leave the creek, yeah. Yeah, um, other than that, I've pretty much, pretty much all I put on it. Uh yeah. The I seance. I love the seance. I thought that was really cool. The playback was quite interesting. Yeah, it was, I, yeah. Was quite the good. whole, everything to do with that yeah. seance, like the scribbling of the, yeah. the whole yeah, thing was, was really good. effective. The part, yeah. and that was again, that the one with the big silver fucking coat? Yeah. yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. that was. But I liked that she was writing it down and the guy was saying it, but you never actually saw his face while he was saying it. So it was almost like it was a disembodied voice. It's really again, cool. Are you sound on that? The sound of the pencil. Yeah. They accentuate the sound of a 
Like, yeah, actually, I like the was... way. Like I thought to myself, like it's a pencil; it's going to run out of lead. But then you saw them change over. Yeah, for... kept change. That was a really nice touch, actually. Yeah. I think that showed showed a little bit of thought, like not that the whole film didn't, but yeah, like because the way she was really pressing down on that as well, going to town on that paper. Yeah, the changing of the pencils was excellent, especially when they were all on the table with all the paper and everything, and the sound was great. Yeah, some there are, there are some. I would guess. I mean, I've, I've seen it so many times, but I would think to the first time viewer, some of the scares are predictable. I mean, who saw the piano coming? The, uh, the yeah. note on the piano, you knew that was coming. Yep. Um, well, they did pan in on it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you kind of, you know, they set that one right up. Yeah, so there's a few of those. Not yeah. even, I wouldn't even call them scares. Um, yeah. They're, they're, signs. they're put into bit, yeah, the more signs. signs of unease, yeah. I guess. But, yeah. but that's the thing. I think some of them were a little bit too in your face. Like they were too there, like the pipes and various other little bits. The giggling noise. Yeah, it, it just stuff. wasn't... Yeah. I feel like it could have been more subtle. Like, if you think about The Fog is a good example, I think. That film is so subtle, like, in its use of, like, haunting. And it's so atmospheric. I mean, it is one of my... Probably one of my favourite horror films of all time, so I am a little bit biased. Yeah. But I feel like that uses that kind of same subtlety, but actually subtly. And when was that released? Well, the fog. Yeah, that was seventy eight, I think. Okay. Yeah. So clearly, the directors had the concept. John of... Carpenter, you know, it's a legend. He's a legend. So <laughs> you'd think he'd know what he's doing. John who? <laughs> never, never heard of John him. Plummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is it uh, a movie that would benefit? Given the storyline, remake are you benefit say? a remake? Ooh. Oh, I actually because yeah, the story is really good. Like I think it... the story is really good. I think yeah. Uh, the Fog was 1980. Same, Same year. year. Same year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe it would benefit from a remake, but it'd have to have the right director. Yeah. Who Spielberg. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? You'd have a group of kids in it, all buddies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going out and discovering the ghost in the wheelchair and then they become their buddy. Yeah, exactly. And they... They and then they fly across the front around. of the moon. Yeah. They <laughs> carve the ghost chair around all the, all the whole film. Go on an adventure. The chair had come down the stairs on a set of chattering teeth yeah. on I, a slinky wire. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just wrote an excellent film. <laughs> right. After this, we'll, we'll Copyrighted, right? <laughs> Don't no one go out and make that. I want money. Yeah, I think it would. But who... I don't know. Who would have to have the right director. Yeah. Who's who's great at ghost films? Who directed ghost stories? I don't know. My my laptop's on. Um, <laughs> Keep talking. Talk about yourself for a minute. Um, ghost stories. I don't think I've seen it actually. Mate, no, that's I've a really it. good film. It's an anthology, Dan. Kind of. What's that? Call <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> oh balls! Uh, no, I've never seen it. Jeremy Dyson, Andy Nyman, of course. Of course. Yes. It's very good. Very good. Creepy as fuck. I'm down for some creepy as fuck. Watch so, it. Yeah. Watch yeah. it. It's very good. Um, might have the digital code. Well, if I had, I probably would have already sent it to you. Oh, I think you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch it. Check it out. Yeah, day. it will do. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I, I feel like this is a more condensed podcast because we haven't choo-chooed like <laughs> yeah, 50 no, million no. times. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't a million sidetracks. Maybe we should go off on a little sidetrack. 
<laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. Did you see Star Trek this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tried that. We managed to fill five minutes. <laughs> we could have filled the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, there is a little, there might be a little upcoming plan as far as that goes anyway, but that's for another. Oh, you got me all intrigued now. Another thing. <laughs> And you got all the listeners intrigued. I probably haven't. No, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't know how many of them are Trekkies. Probably not many. I don't know. I think the Star Trek franchise is pretty strong with the false. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking heathen. <laughs> <laughs> any continuities? Did you come across any continuity? No, not really. Unless Dan's got a load. No, I did check IMDb. I mean, it did start pulling them out. um, But I was meant to read up on the train home and I kind of snored. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry if you had, like, downloaded this podcast, like, really really big fan of the changeling like, (laughs) oh, they're going to dissect the shit out of this film. And it's just disappointing. (laughs) Just disappointed you all. It's just our opinion, so if you don't like it, carry on listening because we're watching a new film yeah. next week. I'm sure maybe Michael will record a little uh, a little opinion of his own yeah. and submit it in here somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all you little Mikeettes will love it. <laughs> He'll feel part of it. Okay, so apparently there's like 22... Um, Errors that IMDb saying. Um, the first oh, cool. one's quite funny, actually. So after Claire comes running down the stairs screaming, she yells to John, but mis- mistakenly calls him George for George C. Scott, George C. Scott. Oh. Um, which apparently has been removed from some versions. So there could be some versions out there that are going to be worth a bit more money to the, the cultists. Than- <laughs> Won't be worth anything. <laughs> right. Oh, that'll there be Joseph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared of Joseph. He's basically a wheelchair. <laughs> He's essentially a good guy. Yeah, I suppose he is. Yeah. Apart from, you know, he tried to kill that woman, but <laughs> she was annoying. So. <laughs> so apparently when John discovers the door hidden by the shelving, um, when he when he's removing the shelves and items from the from in front of the door, after he removes the second shelf, suddenly the door is completely uncovered, despite there being many more things he'd had to remove first. Kind of alludes to what we spoke yeah, about, just, how quick he managed, quick to, he managed to... I just it. let shit like that go, really. I, I do, to be honest. <laughs> I don't really care about things like that. It's not... I mean, unless it's like a real in-your-face um, continuity, like someone's wearing a hat in one scene, it flashes back and flashes back, and the hat's gone, then it's back again, and <laughs> things like that bug the shit out of me. Or <laughs> if it's continuity on the story. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or the worst thing is when, like, this is so bad, like, in like vampire or werewolf myth kind of films where they'll set down a set of rules and then break them. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, if a, a film sets up their vampire law, then they can't then change it halfway through, but some sometimes they do. So they've got the level of the flames changes inconsistently several well, that's times. that's fire, dumbass. That's how yeah. it works. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Fuck. <laughs> Uniform Let, flame. It's set a fire. It's just a, it sets itself a height and stays there. Get the tape measure out on and make sure it stays at exactly 62 that's centimetres. The, that's the Who dumbest thing that? ever. The person that posted that is a weather person. Yeah, I don't they know. talk in organised bands of rain? Yes. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hell. <laughs> Um, in the beginning of the movie, when John Russell is shown walking across the roads to the phone booth, the road is packed solid with snow. When it shows him reaching the phone booth, in the background you can see that cars have cleared a path. 
in with their tyres. <sighs> Again, it's, it's probably someone being, I don't know, I think I would probably pull stuff like that up as well, but yeah. that just feels hyper, like overly critical. Um, again, someone's brought up the metal. I, I, I need to mention the metal cone. Like, you're having a seance, you're expecting some communication from said, you know, entity or spirit. You've got this big cylindrical cone. How the fuck is that going to tell you what the entity is saying? Yeah, and also it wasn't there for a while. It was only there like a bit later on. Yeah. Well, I thought it was there at the beginning, and then yeah. when they had the second round or, or it was something. strange. Yeah, it's just like, and it was huge. It's, Why? Cool, it's cool as fuck when he was listening back to that recording. That, that was really creepy, that was. I liked that. Yeah. Um, in fact, that whole seance, everything to do with that seance thing was really cool. I really liked that. Highlight the, the film, yeah. I would say. Because normally when you see like um, seance scenes in films, they're so run-of-the-mill, like um, insidious springs to mind immediately where they're just doing the bog-standard yeah. um, seance and the whole film's ruined by Darth Maul turning up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this was really unique. Like I've never seen anything like that in as far as seances go in, in any other film. I, was I wonder if it's because the main protagonists were. You could. Uh, I think George G. Scott's really good in it. His portrayal of scepticism yeah. at that point. He's some a, of the glances he's ex- exchanging. He was kind of calm as well compared yeah. to some of the other things I've seen him in, like Exorcist yeah. Three. He's just <laughs> mental in that film. <laughs> so I feel like he was. His his performance was really reserved for me. And then the estate agent being his real wife. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Also explains why the estate agent had such a massive thing to do. Like, how many estate agents furnish the house for you? <laughs> like, she's just there all the time. She just keeps turning up around his house. Like, is there anything I could do for you? I, I what, land, what bloody estate agent does that? Once they got your money, that's it. They don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, I don't think ours is, um, the, the people that we rent off of have even come around and done an inspection no. on ours. Oh, I hate that shit. I really, I really used to hate that when we rented. Like every six months, they'd come round, had to hide the cat. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were just saying I had to hide the drugs, the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of understand. I had to hide the cat. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. How did you hide a cat? Oh, we used to stick him in a box and take him to my parents' house. <laughs> well, there you go. But it was just—it was so invasive. Like they come around, look all around, like in every room, and like. Yeah, weird. I get weird. why they do it because at the end of the day, you could be a complete douchebag and and trash the place. Yeah, you can, but maybe after you've done two expect inspections, like that's a year. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're not a dickhead, or if they are, they're doing a nice job of cleaning it up before you get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Repainting the walls fine. and yeah, putting just, the shelves just, back that's up. Fine, just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the changeling. <laughs> the changeling. Uh, are we gonna? <laughs> Are we going to cast our um, opinion then? Yeah. This is going to be the most uh, diversive one yet, isn't it? It's going to be the most divisive, divisive um, one yet. Yeah, but I think you would have had Mike on your side for sure, because he, <laughs> he did in the group chat say he liked it. So, so it was cool as fuck. Yeah, so, that so is... he really liked <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, I liked it. I wasn't, as I say, I wasn't blown away by it. I was expecting more, and Dan didn't like it at all. Yeah. So really, I think we're yeah. right across the, the yeah. spectrum with it. Yeah. Like, it was a snooze fest. It, it, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like Night of the Living Dead bad or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> 
Yeah, I am recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just a snooze fest. Like, there seemed lots of big gaps of non point uh, story that didn't really have a, a point to it when. And it, yeah, it kind of took away from what they were trying to get across. So yeah, I think. Some, some of the scenes were unnecessary, uh, unnecessarily elongated exactly. as well. They didn't need to be. And it I, didn't need to be an hour and 47 minutes. No, that's what I thought. Like, yeah, it's quite long, isn't it? Yeah, it felt long too. It's going to be jam-packed with stuff. And, yeah, it was. Just- <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, I, I like a slow burn too. Like Some of my favourite films are slow as fuck, but in a different way. Yeah. Like the pacing was off, I thought. And normally slow burners are there because they're trying to give you all the background, give you like insights to make the end reveal or the the, yeah. the end part really come alive. Or there's enough likeable characters and interesting storytelling to get you through the film. That's true. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that, ain't, that isn't the case with this because obviously a lot of people really like it. But I for am. me... It, it didn't have that. I don't think any of the characters were particularly likable. No. Um, like, Russell was a bit, I don't know, he was just a bit annoying. Like, who the fuck charges a politician like that? Like, if that happened now, the Secret Service would have shot those shit down. out of him. Yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't have been a question. They would have shot him in the face immediately. Yeah. Yeah. He would have definitely been gunned down. Do you know that when he confronted him, when he finally confronted him, like he's like senator, and that guy was just like he got his checkbook out immediately. He started writing <laughs> check. How much is it going to cost? <laughs> he didn't even know what it was for. It's <laughs> a sex scandal. Yeah. Have I been caught with those choir boys again? <laughs> Guilty much? <laughs> yeah, it was. That was a bit well, weird. That whole ending. Although I did him. wonder if he did know, because uh, the the cranky, irritating old woman who worked. Uh, the estate agents yeah, were running him at some point and said, like, she kind was, of there on She you. was a miserable um, cunt. She yeah. was, wasn't she? Oh, uh, a little speech the, we, about the house being so large. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't wrong, though. She but, wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah she's the old, it doesn't need people's speech. Now. Yeah. 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 So, so actually, what now I'm, I'm thinking about it. So was I wonder if she... I, I think he knew. I think that the old fella... Knew what well, the ghost was there. Well, no, not the ghost, but he knew his part. Oh, he knew okay. his origin. Well, I think he must old, have done because the old woman was. Yeah, he immediately morning. started writing a check out. He was yeah. going to pay him off straight away. Like, yeah, no and they'd already been like, uh, I think with the um, the, the chain thing. So yeah. he already the knew middle. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, that was remarkably clean. Clean, something they've been in a hole for a hundred years. Yeah. Not just. <laughs> yeah. Was that the one where it um, sort of kind of reverse come out of the? Yeah. the yeah, that was actually shot really nicely. <laughs> yeah. Considering the time, that was that was really well shot because it was actually shot in reverse. Yeah, I was going like, to say the only way they could have done that yeah. is if they pulled it into the ground. Yeah, it's beautiful though. It was really well shot. Nice yeah. little trick. There was, I, I get it. There was some good elements to it. So when it was good, it was good. But the rest of it was fucking boring as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> there were great big voids of nothing. Exactly. For me. Yeah, um, I think they could punctuated got- by some really cool. Cool things. I just wish the whole film had been a bit more like that, or just the storytelling maybe had been a little bit deeper, or just more interesting. Yeah, but but you don't really flesh out any of the characters. No, you don't know anything about this. There wasn't really, really much character development, no. and as I say, they were quite unlikable too. Yeah, especially the woman that lived in the house actually with the well. Yeah, like she was basically a non-character. Like, what was even the point of that? Just just to have it in a like so that goes with somewhere else, you know. I, I yeah, agree. I think the house existed 
for scare reasons. Yeah. They, they needed a kid to look at the other kid coming up through the floor. Because if the well had been out in the middle of nowhere, you wouldn't have got that scare. No. So, yeah, the, the house being on top of it was essentially a, a means to a That was a bit poltergeisty, scare. actually. Yeah. Like the, the whole tree come through the window thing. Yeah. Not that, that happened in this. Maybe yeah. it could have done with that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it could have done with a tree coming in the window. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost as shit as The Shining. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> oh, damn. damn. Uh, so, in conclusion. Yeah, I, I'm going to say give it a miss. You're not going to. Um, Give it a go. I mean. Yeah, I'll give it a go. You might like it. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this podcast, you've fucked yourself. So, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to say get it watched. Yeah, because you're a fan. Because I'm a fan. Yeah. And yeah. it was your suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> As for the next episode, it's <laughs> listener's <laughs> choice. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, so how are we doing this? Well, I've, I've written them all. I'm a bit more prepared than I was the last time. <laughs> yeah. So I've written them down. And what we're going to do is uh, we've got eight suggestions through. So we're going to roll an eight-sided dice. Nice. This nice. one here, just for context. Uh, and whatever number it lands on is the film we're going to watch. Are we ready? No. Yes. Are we ready? And it's number eight. Kill list. Excellent. Kill list, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, and that is sent in by um, GM Sosbo. <laughs> Sorry, man. I don't know how to pronounce your Twitter Sosbo. handle. <laughs> I, I'll spell it. It's uh, J-M-S-O-S-B-O. So that's the film we're watching next time. Excellent. Kem- uh, Ben Wheatley's kill list. I never mean, said Kevin Wheatley. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the guy from Alvida saying Pet. I've not seen. I, I, I never got into that. What? No. Ah, oh, for for you American listeners, Alvida saying Pet <laughs> was a British sitcom about a bunch of builders on a German building site. Yeah, and I love it. Jimmy Nail, Pat Roach. Jimmy Nail, yeah, Tim Healy. Great show. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell! We forgot the most famous. One whose name I can't remember. <laughs> really? <laughs> you totally set yourself up. Oh, for that. oh shit! <laughs> um, Timothy Spall. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. yeah. Who's in practically everything? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. It's a rather big part in Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. So, oh, okay, that's a film I've not watched. So, what? That's what we're doing. Oh, I thought you so, could, thought it was Harry Potter. You were. <laughs> Well, so two of us are very big fans of Harry Potter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you better have seen them. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to the crime. I haven't seen the crime. We could people. we could absolutely watch Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> could we? Werewolves, Animagus. It's a horror film. See, this takes me right back to the very first podcast I did with you guys. What defines a horror film? Uh, fear. <laughs> well, then my seven-year-old was very scared of those Dementors and things like that. Yeah. So. So it's pretty horrific, man. <laughs> yeah. Like that's 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 scary as fuck. Like if they were real, like Dementors, that's a that's a horrific thing. Like they literally suck the joy out of your face. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. No.
No, no, no. I think I've met some people that may have already <laughs> met one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking exactly the same thing. I was like, I could step into a world of pain by opening my mouth here, so I kept quiet. There are just, a keep number. It vague. <laughs> just keep it vague. There are a number of joyless people in the world, aren't there? Yes, there is. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we're not going to do that because I feel like that that's fringe horror. A lot of people think Kill List is fringe horror, but oh, really? Oh, it's it's absolutely a horror film. You'll you'll see. So, what do we know anything about? Like, what year was it released? Um, it's not old. It's. I mean, we'll t- we'll do all that on the next podcast. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's very good. I love it. I'm very happy about that. Being <laughs> old, Chocolate Hams. He did say at the beginning there was two films that he really hoped to. Did he say two? <laughs> yeah, two. And yeah. that was one of them. And it was one of them. So. I'm not going to say what the other one is because we might. Right. Well, I might actually choose it for my next choice. So. Interesting. Interesting indeed. So, in conclusion to this week's podcast, um, the real horror has been Mike not being here. <laughs> it's been Mike's teeth. Yeah, it's been Mike's <laughs> terrible raging <laughs> yeah. toothache. Needs to learn what toothbrush and toothpaste is, apparently. He's been missed. And uh, we'll be happy to have him back. Yeah, I'd, I'd be honest, I've definitely missed his insights. Um, I, I know he takes us like a completely. The, the longest route possible. If he had to go from here to over the road, he would go out the back garden. Around the block. Yeah. Up the M25, back again. But at least it's a scenic route and he's got some good points. So yeah. miss you, mate. Yeah. Get well soon. See you soon, mate. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Let's go. Uh, let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs>